We're on the clock. All right. Welcome back, Woo! 60 Minutes of Mayhem with Greg Zart. Look who's back. Now, we're doing something a little different this time. Okay. Um, first off, let me say this episode, like all episodes in the foreseeable future, is brought to you by the movie we made, Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. Coolest flick ever. Yeah. Stick around at the end. You can see a trailer. Um, we're not going to talk much more about it. But speaking of movies, we're doing a new little sub-series of Hard Out called My Favorite Movie, where we have a guest on to just geek out about their favorite movie, um, in part because we find when we do movie reviews, first off, who cares about what two more fat white dudes have to say about movies? Secondly, it's so easy just to be critical and shit. This way, you always have someone who's passionate and into the thing talking about it, you know, which... It's very fitting that this is our first episode of this because your pick might be the most popular, my favorite movie of all time. Um, and you know why? <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that score what, is a big reason. Score, yeah. What other movie can you instantly identify by the score? Right. In, uh, Indiana Jones, maybe all Lucas shit. Okay. Jaws, Spielberg, and Lucas. You know. Yeah, John uh, you're Williams. Just, you're just showing off now, but yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, exactly. One of the greatest, if not the greatest movie of all time. And the sound in general, beyond the score, that turned me on a lot of the ships and the lightsabers, you know, and ah, the ships. Just right? Yeah. Epic. So what impact, why, why is Star Wars, after all these years, still your favorite movie? Because it was my favorite movie for years as a kid, but now I like Same. creepy, okay. weird shit. Obviously, if you <laughs> stick around and see that trailer, you will see that Star Wars is probably not my favorite movie. But, you uh, know, it's funny because I, when, you, when you ask me that, I literally had to stop and really think it through because I am a movie buff. Um, if you could see this wall here, you can maybe see this wall behind me. There's over 600 movies uh, DVDs on that wall. I have a huge collection and I love movies. And um, so there's a lot that were in play, but when it comes to, Oh, here, let me get the, there we go. But when it comes down to it, um, Star Wars had the biggest influence on my life. You know, I was, mm -hmm. I was 10 years old when Star Wars came out. And so, you know, imagine picture yourself as a 10 year old you um, and uh, previously, all I had to play with was like Lincoln Logs and, and glow-in-the-dark pickup sticks. Where the yeah, there was no PlayStations. And there was no video games. There, and there was no Transformer toys. There was nothing. Mm -hmm. um, we're talking glow-in-the-dark pickup sticks, fellas, and that was <laughs> on night, you know? I mean, if you get some mushrooms, that shit's still right. hard to That sounds right? hard. <laughs> so I very vividly remember going to see Star Wars uh, – at a drive-in theater, believe oh, it or not, yes. um, on Slater Kinney Road, named uh, that band is named after that same road because they had their studio there, and um, it was like that moment in Wizard of Oz where everything goes from black and white to color mm -hmm. for yes. me. Um, it and just snapped film. me yep. into like, oh my god, what am I seeing right now? Because it was so, you know, outside the box and cutting edge for its time. This is 1977. Yeah, that's the year I was born, dude. Right? And so, you know, um, I was four. Basically, George Lucas had to invent special effects for this movie. I mean, mm -hmm. it was, it, and so it really had a big impact on me because it just fueled the fire of my imagination for my whole life, really. Yeah, absolutely. Same for us, man. I mean, I got to say, out of all the shit growing up that we loved, E.T., Indiana Jones, et cetera, 
Star Wars did the most as far as fueling the imagination. And Chris and I were just talking like a week ago, having a little bit of a theory that I wonder if it would have had that much impact without lightsabers. Like the lightsaber itself might be the sole factor that drove that shit to where it went because there's nothing cooler in movies than a fucking lightsaber. It's the perfect example of the hero's quest in a, in a three act, you know, story. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it like, it it hits all of those buttons where you have, you know, a protagonist and an antagonist and the hero has to overcome and struggle and overcome and answer the call, you know? And so it's got like all of that um, Dan Harmon kind of story circle Mm -hmm. stuff going on. And so that's also what kind of draws you into it, but they had to create just like what John Williams did with the music. Um, Amazing. You know, it's like a classical piece where he designed themes for certain characters. About each character, yeah. Yes. You know when Darth Vader walks into the room. Yeah, it's like an opera or something. It's like an opera. Um, a yeah. modern space opera. opera. I mean, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I literally instantly all of us on the playground, and you know, I was, I was still in like whatever junior high or, or, or grade school, I guess at that point, ten years old, and so we all had nicknames. I was Obi Wan. You know, we all nice. had Star Wars nicknames within like the first month of that movie coming out. Um, and Is so, that the character you identified with the most? How did you end up with Obi? You know, I don't really know how. No, I wanted yeah. to be You're Luke. Like, Bitch, I want Luke. Come Come on. Everyone I want to be Luke. I want to be that. I want to be Han. Yeah, Some blonde-haired Aryan <laughs> motherfucker ended up being Luke. Yeah. Good choice. You okay, know? I want to so, be Chewie. I'm a furry. <laughs> <laughs> but I. Um, I want to be and Leia. So, <laughs> I guess I basically I had to pick it as number one only because it's the one movie that really changed my course and my outlook mm-hmm. and my whole, you know, psyche. Really. Yeah, that's really what this is about too. I mean. If I were to pick my favorite movie, I don't know if Chris and I are ever going to do episodes of that, so I'm not necessarily going to say what it is, but uh, it's it's not that. It's like something that you come to later in life and it hits you in a certain way, but it's not the most formative thing. But I do think that's a great criteria for well, people I love to make the, um, pick. You that know? animated movie, Awaking Life, or oh, I yeah, also really yeah. love... Um, Sin City <laughs> was one of my favorite movies um, mm-hmm. of all time. So there's a, like a bunch up there um, that I really like, but but yeah, impact impact um and look what look what the ripples in the palm that star wars left for the movie industry for the special effects uh, you know i got a little list of things to talk about because i was like star wars what can we say about it so yeah. i wanted to just make sure we had some things uh, to touch on Perfect. two of them you just did the merchandising the way oh. it changed the game and the other thing practical effects versus cgi Okay. That's something we could talk about in depth. Uh, merchandise, fellas. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've I was going to ask collected, if you got the toys. I've it? always collected cards, baseball cards. Mm-hmm. I okay. have the complete oh, Star Wars this. collection, every color from Damn. 1977, mind That's you. That's worth I'm, a pretty penny. I bet. And we're Get talking, those things PSA graded. Hey, we're talking. I even oh, still shit. have the wax papers that the cards came Damn. in and that the that the gum was in. Dude, this is beautiful. Well, you, you had to pick I mean? Star Wars. Thank you for picking Star Wars. Yeah. Total um, nerdgasm. 
Yes. I, I literally, oh, I have doubles of most all my cards too. So if anybody out there wants to trade, I am missing a couple gaps. Oh, I think shit. I'm missing blue card number 63. I'll trade you like 10 cards for that one if you oh, want. Oh, shit. Right. All right. So, um, that makes I, folks. The call no, I have, a, I have a hell of a card collection when it comes to Star Wars because I was obsessed with this That's movie. That's great. Some Did you get the toys shit. too? The action figures and You know, and okay, I'm, I'm embarrassed and ashamed and, and angry at myself but I hawked all of my unopened mm. Star Wars action mm. figures when I was going through a rough patch and I needed money. And I got a bunch of money for them, and I wish I had them back. Yeah, I've been there, dude. Like, you talk about that 600 DVD collection. At, like, I, three times in my life, I've amassed, like, a fucking 800 to 1,000 movie collection, and they had to sell them all because I was broke. But yeah, finally I, in a place um, my, now I just buy like two dollar DVDs on eBay if I see them. That's and it. I mean, I had unopened boxes of all of the figurines, the the models, the Tie Fighters, the the Death Star. Now, did and you play so, with them shits too, or just, as a kid? Uh, I, some like, of them I did, but I, yeah, I was, so I've always been a collector, so I, I was careful to keep, you know, I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm not even opening these. Dude, um, wait, wait, wait. Are are you you as a kid? As a kid, you wouldn't As a it? child. Right, that's some child. discipline, what? man. <laughs> I would have been like just tearing into that shit. Yeah. But the ones I really liked, I got two of them, and I played with the other one, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering, if you just got doubles and played with the one. Dude, we would tear those fuckers open in the car. Our mom's like, you can't open until you get home. We're like... Just peeling back corners uh -huh. and shit. Like. I mean, a lot of people might have the cards, but who has the paper that the cards came in at the no, store? Dude, know. those are probably worth money on eBay. From I, I like guess. 77, you know? Yeah, what if I you're mean? A, like the have year. You looked it up? Yeah. Huh? No, I haven't looked Sorry. them looked them up. But I mean, I have um I have stickers. Star Wars. Look, these are stickers from the original <laughs> card series. I remember those. Yeah. Like, oh, anyway. Um, but what was there before that? There wasn't like Bonanza and Gunsmoke and Wizard of Oz well, fucking there was, um, out the ass like that. Well, you know, it's funny because they came along at the right time when merchandising and marketing was really just getting going. I remember I had Planet of the Apes cards. Mm, yes. um, well, that's I had, true. If you think of all those yeah. Gilligan's Island, uh, do, all that kind of shit. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, I think, came out around that same time, and I had all those cards. And um, I had Star Trek trading cards. So, But Star Wars, they were the smartest ones. I mean, with the Star Wars cards, oh, yeah. uh, on the back side of the card was like an individual little piece of a puzzle of a picture. Mm -hmm, and if you, mm -hmm. if you collected all the cards, you could put them all together and create a new picture, a poster out of those. So they were clever in their marketing. They made you buy mm -hmm. lots of stuff. And Star Wars, though, when you get a card, it's like this cool, dope, individualized, idiosyncratic character versus Star Trek where everyone fucking looks the same yeah. for the most part. They have different eyebrows right. or whatever. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. So, Do you, um, were you a Trekkie at all? Like, because yes. that's something to talk about too. Is the oh yeah, Star Trek oh, or Star Wars? You know, I um, I'm a, I'm an original series Trekkie. Although I like Next Generation because I thought uh, Jean Luc Picard was amazing. I always yeah. liked Star Wars because it was just more gritty and junky and shit yeah, than janky ass Star Trek. You know, just, yeah. Um, but right. the future that Star Trek tries to like you know envision with this federation of planets and try you know people trying to cooperate and stuff even though you obviously have your villains in it and shit was a 
brighter future but that's partly why i like star wars better because it's more dystopic and now, now star wars who, is the western or, the samurai yes. movie that he right, based it on right you know? right um now who would have thunk i could bring controversy to a discussion about star wars but here we go kids you know what i do you know how i do it i'm greg's art i think <laughs> i think that luke originally was romantically attracted to leia that oh, yeah. it, the storyline oh. hadn't been developed that that was his sister yet yes i don't I think, think that's true yeah i don't think that it was uh episode number four i think it was number one and they saw how big it went and he said wait a minute <laughs> we can build some more stuff around this well so, let me ask you that the episode four thing i always remember it being there was that in the very first theatrical I think it run? Was, right? Did it always have the episode no, four thing? No, no, no oh, okay. never. I Damn. episode four came along when like Phantom Menace came along. It, it, no way. It, no, it was that's how I feel. Thought. No, because well, I mean, I, like the actual one, the crawl though. I thought it yeah, was there. Yeah, I mean, before. nowhere yeah, I thought, in nowhere in any of the original memorabilia does it say episode four on mm -hmm. any of the cards, mm -hmm. on any of the trading cards, on any. Well, of some nerd will straighten that out for us. It's yeah. all Star Wars. But like maybe it was stuff. It was episode four, but maybe they named it a New Hope later but, but it was he just was, episode four you know? yeah, he was in Leia. oh yeah he, i, I oh, saw yeah. that as a kid right he was yeah, jealous of was, han that can, yeah known things yeah, yeah he, yeah. he was talking about how hot she was um right <laughs> so this is I, why i don't listen to know. my favorite shit as an adult though because i want now as an adult for it to go there i want that crying game moment and shit when he finds yes. out it's his sister and right? he's been lusting after his sister you know mm -hmm. i just wish it went there it'd be fucking amazing mm -hmm. but it's you know it's made for four quadrant temple right. families kids i um i follow mark hamill on twitter he's one of my favorite me too yeah, yeah. tweeters you know and he's yeah. been very active in this election yeah. process i thought i think he's been yeah. very, i got a lot of friends he retweets yeah, shit. he's super interactive he's cool as mm -hmm. fuck yeah huh um very cool uh, he's he's one of the few you know left alive it's um yeah. they're dropping like flies no it's crazy over our life dude when harrison ford dies it's gonna because uh, uh, indiana jones uh, for me i think indiana uh, jones trumps star wars indiana jones is my shit i practically cried when kylo ren killed uh, Han Solo. okay <laughs> oh let me so, talk about that for i have a second. to admit it didn't do much for me it didn't i, I just it, uh, i don't know the, the last three feel like fan fiction to me i almost don't well, even consider them real true like the same characters or something i didn't have any connection i mean minimal, let's face it minimal it's, it's minimal, um maybe. star wars new hope it's return of the jedi um right there's really You're ordering the, you mean your ranking yeah i mean it's got to be right it's the first three uh, yes. that are really star wars it's that trilogy yeah. everything right. else was kind of built around it i feel and the auteur even the first three was still lucas you know but after that it really is kind yeah. of fan fiction i mean uh jedi empire strikes back new hope those that's well he didn't even direct movie. empire which is crazy right he yes which was good i think it was a good move it's my favorite and it's my favorite too it's most people's yeah. favorite but uh yeah. now he was total auteur on the prequels that was all him, yes. but that was yeah, kind of a problem. His detriment to a degree. Yeah. The third one is pretty cool. I'd put it up there almost with Empire. Probably my second favorite would be the. Yeah, Avengers. Chris and I actually did like a three-hour review of what is it, Rise of Skywalker, or the last Skywalker, the last one, yeah, yeah, Rise of Skywalker, the last yeah. one. And we got in all the Star Wars shit. This was in our old podcast, Holy Clown Cinephiliacs. You could search it on YouTube. I think it's a double feature with that and I the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. It's like a yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway though but anyway. we touched on that 
I don't even know what the fuck I was just saying. I got distracted. Well, you know, <laughs> um, our favorites, I, our I, rankings. Oh, yeah, we ranked them all. That's exactly what I was getting at. We ranked them all, and I think it was those first three and then the third prequel. That was like our fourth favorite, I think, mm-hmm. right? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I... Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I thought they tried to get a little too cute with... Um, you know, recreating history and, and digitally sort of manufacturing things. And yeah, even I don't dig that uh, after Carrie Fisher died, how they included her digitally mm-hmm. in, you know, the last movie. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, that's that something that's sort of see the necessity. Which was cool. I mean, I'm not hating on that. Killed off yet or anything, but, but it looks better than but the, the Irishman. Retro, you know, but the shit like in the first one where it, when they were going through the town and tattooing near the beginning and they added just some monsters, you know, just kind of for no reason, it kind of takes away almost from the composition of the scene and mm-hmm. you know, the, the mood of it and everything. So yeah, I, I don't, I feel like just when it was made, just let it preserve it in time and you know, and it was, that, um, that's me. So to the CGI versus practical shit then, See, that's yeah. part of the problem with CGI the is, is there's no, it's like that old Orson Welles quote, Chris and I invoke all the time. He was talking to Henry Joglin at lunch. And he said something to the effect of the enemy of art is the absence of limitation. With practical effects, you had a limitation in there where you had to create each and every effect. So you weren't going to make every little fucking plant coming out at you and shit when you go by. Right. But with CGI, they just do too much. It's like, oh, let's make every little thing a, uh, character I mean, almost you know yeah, a that's lot of a, star wars was was model based like actual yes, 3d physical that models. got me into filmmaking and to a large degree is seeing the making of behind the scenes yes. stuff where they actually had to figure out how to do it practically the yeah. sleight of hand of filmmaking yeah. is one of the great arts of filmmaking and it's totally mm-hmm. lost with cgi cgi the jim henson puppetry and everything it's awesome like mm-hmm. the job of the hut in the um you know uh, uh return of the jedi like that the practical one is so the much better one, than the yeah. G- the, the the CGI one they added in to the first one. It was just fucking awful. And oh. when I first saw Carrie, uh, Leia, uh, Carrie Fisher um, in that outfit, you know, came to, to <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I was like, chicken bow wow, at, you know. Just the right Woo. age. <laughs> exactly. Getting hot in here. Woo. Yeah, that was formative for a lot of people, which these kids who grew up looking at porn on TikTok and Twitter or whatever the fuck That's can't even nothing. imagine that, like dudes <laughs> right. jerked off to a Farrah Fawcett poster and shit. Like, right. <laughs> like right. what? Um, I remember and Star Wars it had spawned so many different conversations um, throughout the years with me and my like I remember getting into an argument with my best friend at the time who unfortunately has passed away since then but he um we got in this huge argument over jar jar binks because mm-hmm. i was so oh, pissed that it was such a clear marketing toy manufacturing mm-hmm. character that didn't you know add to the story and it, i thought it was just so cheesy and a total sellout yeah and, what was uh, his defense of jar jar i'm curious <laughs> he said homie gotta get paid <laughs> no, all right. So he was defending Luke, just not the character itself. And yeah, no, no. I mean, that's the bottom line. Is um, he thought that it was shrewd and that someone had to tell that story, but I didn't think that it was, Jar Jar Binks was even necessary, really, nah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have to be featured like he was for sure. It almost felt like a diversity play because he's got this Jamaican thing going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, like, it ends up being which almost is very weird casting or uh, you know stereotyping or something. Right, the token territory black dude almost like he's right. the Lando of this shit, which sounds crazy to say, but they totally culturally give him that. That's what he, affectation kind of you know of Jamaican yes. Islander kind of thing. Have you heard of the Dow of Star Wars? 
It sounds familiar, but refer- the Tao of Star Wars. So there's a Tao of everything. It seems like there's a Tao of Pooh, uh-huh. blah blah blah. It's just how do how does this certain Pooh. thing relate to Taoism and like uh-huh. the, their philosophy? Winnie the Pooh. And Pooh. so yeah, no, there's like <laughs> the Tao of Pooh is actually really cool. Yeah, but I've, the, I've heard but of that. the Tao of Star Wars, it, it, it kind of boils down to um, the Chinese term Wu Wei, which is um, sort of to let to act without acting. Uh, or, you know, uh, to move without moving. And so it's basically, it ties in Luke, feel the force flowing through you mm-hmm. into Wu Wei mm-hmm. and, and, and how it like all connects. Flow back. state. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. yeah, whereas the dark side is all about your emotions and your anger and stuff. So it's actually kind of refreshing to see a film that says rather than like let your emotions control you and follow your heart, it's more actually the opposite in this. It's like yes, you have heart, you're going to end up getting too passionate and abuse your power and Which, shit. Not to get all political, but you know we will <laughs> at some point. Oh, the whole left-right thing, that's what I want to say to my fellows on the left. Like, dude, you guys are going to the dark side mm-hmm, with all this cancel mm-hmm. culture, emotional shit. Exactly. Be fucking be intellectual samurais, Vulcans. Keep yeah. your shit together. Police, dude. too. That's a problem with the police. You know, they yes, get all, it's all emotion. emotional. Everyone needs so some Jedi training. Fucking emotional. You know, um, I, I take it you've seen my, my I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but you've seen my mm-hmm. QAnon video and yes. my. My interviews. Well, um, I'm horrifying not, and uh, you should see some amusing. of the comments on the <laughs> video now. and horrifying. All right. Well, we'll get into that. We're going to yes. do a regular episode. Yes. Of oh, yeah. Perfect. Too, so. Good. Good. Because yeah, I want to talk right about after. how evidently I'm now a libtard for making that video. So. <laughs> Go figure. All right. I don't know. That's, that's weird. Dig I fucking in. love it. Yeah, we'll get into that. It's, it's great. Um, I, I got screenshots. Um, Star Wars. What about the costume and design and the yes. whole stage production like they we take it for granted now but the stormtroopers and darth vader Badass. that shit amazing. is brilliant so it's iconic. amazing so yeah, iconic. it's so iconic and like it yes. they created that icon like that's we what take makes it, for it so much better than star trek to me star trek is just like all right here's true. the uniform and here's what klingons wear right. pretty much you yeah. know, true like it, more style yeah 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 if you die today in the crew you wear a red shirt you know that's it Right, um, exactly. You mentioned mm-hmm. uh, the themes of Star Wars being very, like, um, you know, archetypal with the hero's journey and all that. You familiar with Joseph Campbell? The um, Love famous, like, Joseph the th- Campbell and the Power of so he talked, Love it. Yes, so you know, in that, I believe he talked about Star Wars as our modern mythology, because, you know, we've lost the Greek gods, the pantheons of old and everything, and now things like Star Wars fill that role for us, comic books and et cetera. They're the gods now in our... You know, Star Wars mythology. rings a lot more true to me than the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you see how but I'm throwing this... in a little sound effects every once in a while? Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, going to get a pull from YouTube, motherfucker. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, we d- I do want to start adding I mean, sound drops like Biden. Come on, man. You know, yeah. throwing shit like that <laughs> right. in once in a while. Get great. your Fred Norris on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one of my um, favorite parts of that show. Totally. John, is anyone ever better than John Williams? I mean, right. I don't know. No. Not at what he did, um, really, for what, for what, for his genre, he was the king. Yes, absolutely. You know what sucks about these new movies too, and the merchandising and all that shit. Like Chris said, the whole Kylo Ren killing fucking Han Solo thing didn't really resonate with him. For my kid, I was like, all right, my seven-year-old. We just watched a uh, what the fuck is it? The Force Awakens, like three weeks ago. Okay. And I'm like, this is going to be his big Luke, I'm your father moment. We had seen the earlier movies, but he's, I think I showed him a little early. He was like four. I probably should have waited until he's like six. So he could really feel the impact and should have right, right, your right. father and shit. You know? But I saw right. it when I was like four and it was huge. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe it would work. Anyway, 
He had well, already I mean, fucking known because of the Lego Star Wars video games. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, he's going to kill him. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah he's going to kill him right here. I was like, what are you talking about? Are you just guessing? He's like, no, I played it in the Lego video game. I was like, you motherfuckers. Um, kids are Don't spoil smart. the movies with the games, you jackasses. No, that's lame. He's like three moves ahead of you right there. It that's sucks. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I, Harrison Ford wanted to be killed off in a Star Wars movie for yeah. years. Oh, yeah. It was well known. <laughs> I'm sure they stopped just, asking about it. They, they did it partially as a favor. You know, oh, for what sure. what a fucking force ghost is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know, right. I love Harrison Ford. <laughs> I mean, uh, Alec Guinness. You know, he, although he got chopped down in in the mm-hmm. first in the first movie, you know, they found they found a clever way to bring him back a bunch um, because you know then he was in the spirit world talking, hanging yeah. out with Yoda. Yoda, yo 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 Yoda. Yes. God damn it! I'm trying to remember what it was. I just read an article about Carrie Fisher took Harrison Ford to hang out with someone. I think it was the Rolling Stones or some shit all night. Uh, it was in London when they were filming there. This is way back in the day, like the seventies, because you know Carrie Fisher's like how she liked to royalty. she liked to drink a little bit, you know. Yeah, but she was just like a celebrity this kid, you know what I mean? She was in like yeah. Paris Hilton style and shit early on, yeah, so yeah. she could yeah. make like Harrison Ford was still like he was in Apocalypse Now and American Graffiti, no one knew without, who the fuck he was without the sex tape, without the sex tape. <laughs> exactly, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> um, some Beta Max out there probably knowing her, but. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, I, I, she, but Harrison Ford, I think she just called him up and she's like, dude, you got to come with me. He's like, what? She's like, we're going to go party fucking. And I think it was the Stones. Don't quote me, but there was some crazy rock band that they just partied with oh. all night and then showed up the next day to film Star Wars mm-hmm. shit. And Harrison Ford was just hammered. I think it was the thing I was, yeah, it was the thing scene? I was checking out of famous scenes where actors were literally drunk or stoned. Oh, oh yeah. Did it say what scene it was? Do you remember? If it one of them just where they're like, bantering and bickering on the millennium falcon and it said see this scene it's like the only time they're smiling in the movie and shit and you think <laughs> i was hoping it was like, a dialogue scene they're kind of liking each other a little bit or whatever you know nice. but i mean apparently well, they just shit faced filming it too yeah yeah but after this when you're this famous hanging with his rock band and shit yeah, yeah when you're famous it. you can do anything you can grab him by the pussy no <laughs> right Dude, Harrison Ford is who i've always wanted to be especially indiana jones you some stubble on that motherfucker that's like my picture of masculinity is indiana jones and shit like um but i would so much rather party with carrie fisher dude <laughs> <laughs> no shit carrie Fisher's right. a maniac postcards from the edge shit right 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 we all want to be harrison ford because he's like that badass and then and he married that chick who was like 25 years younger than him and he flies planes around and he's cool as hell fuck all that. i just want to be him from the i movies. want to be indiana jones yeah exactly. and i mean he's two iconic characters like he's he's han solo and yes. indiana jones how yeah, can you how is. do you pull that off like that's fucking regarding henry like you know, he, usually you <laughs> get J.J. Abrams. We got to get to that. Yeah. Right. Um, usually you get Bob Denberg and you're Gilligan forever. You know, but he, <laughs> he became what a curse. two different icons. Yeah. Right. Pretty cool. I wonder how much pussy Bad Gilligan up. got. Did he get like uh-huh. Gilligan's pussy? Like, you know, I just realized I'm actually Facebook friends with Tina Louise, uh, her personal Facebook account. I was checking her out. That's Gen- Ginger. 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 Um, and yeah, so, always Marianne, Marianne, man. Yeah. She looks like a 70 year old ginger. It's you got to ask her. You got to ask her. To she looks like the skipper. 
I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I don't even want to tell her the visions and the things that I did. Well, <laughs> we all know, I mean, know if she ever fucked the professor. Because you know the you professor know. was right. all up in both. He of made them. out on oh. that island, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think. I think Between the Mary Skipper Ann. and Gilligan. Marianne right. was a freak. Thirsty. I mean, uh, Hal might have done all right if he was like, if we ever get back to the shore, I'll take care true, of you. True. You know? But, right. Good point. Um, but, so Star Wars. Okay. And what has it evolved into? It essentially created like a science fiction genre. Um, it created, well, it didn't create That was there, yeah, for sure. Like um, Lucas himself was inspired by like- Except the bar. Except the bar. Like yes, Except it did, the bar. Yeah. Or, well, I'm saying, oh, but it expanded Samurai it. With, yes. I think right. it was a geek thing, like Stephen King type freaks his kids were into sci-fi and shit. But I think right. Star Wars blew it, it up and expanded yeah. it to four quadrant, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then as they introduced new characters and it developed over time, it obviously it adapted and morphed, but uh, Lucasfilm um, became, you know, preeminent in, uh, you know, in, in effects for other, other in films, general. other movies. Oh, yeah. Dude, and now it's, cool now it's Skywalker Disney, right? Ranch. Yeah. Damn, that's got to be the spot. Right. Um, that's a life and- goal. It's yes. it's now Disney bought everything or something like that. Or? Yeah, actually, that's something I, I wanted think, to get into as well. Lucasfilm as well. What do we think of the Disneyfication of all this I, shit? Disney yes. ramjacking everything. Please. Can I trash Disney? Hey, uh, set it up and I'll knock it down because I'm not a you know Disney. Have you Consider watched the Mandalorian? Up. The what? Checked out there's the Mandalorian. Are you familiar with that? The show? No. Uh, Disney Plus show. It's a Star Wars show. Oh. Uh, TV a show, basically, but streaming. It's on uh, Disney Plus. But it's oh. John Favreau who made like the Iron Man. He was heavy in the Marvel stuff. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. So familiar. Um, he's the basically showrunner of it. Um, okay. I mean, but it's it's had like Titus Welliver was in the last one and shit. It's got some interesting casting cameo stuff and everything, which makes it kind of. Fun, it's a but, prequel. No, it's uh, like it's a. Set, it's set between what is it? the first. It's trilogy. a tweener. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's after the Empire fell, and it's the Mandalorian who's basically this Boba Fett type bounty hunter. Guy. Oh, right. Baby well, Yoda. and they were all, they were Yoda. teasing it out in the last movie. They were setting it up for that, basically. Did they? See, I don't yeah, know. That's what I felt like. I yeah. missed that. Yeah, yeah last, I felt like you mean the last like Sky uh, Rise of Skywalker at the very latest one. Correct, because it's almost like they wanted you to follow them. You know, on. Uh, and 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 follow her on her journey and and anyway. but this this predate this precedes all of that this is yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay, the, okay. Like, well have you seen like the memes of baby yoda and all this shit on social media the baby, baby yoda, yoda thing? what's up with baby people are still yeah, obsessed that's with from baby this yoda. show that's from this show that's why it's all current the mandalorian ah. has a baby yoda in it <laughs> it's I not mean, yoda but it's the same fucking species or whatever yoda yeah, is i guess i haven't like seen it from yet. Species. Busy, i'm pretty current i haven't seen the last one the very latest but i've seen all the rest and good i mean it has a lot of good things about it you know um but there are a few things like even baby yoda itself i feel is a little t- just too <laughs> baby know, yoda just, uh, too I, baby yoda it, it says it uh, all right there right pretty but sure it, meanwhile it's the most popular thing on earth so i was gonna say pretty sure you can't buy one for your kid for christmas <laughs> oh yeah it's some jingle right, all the exactly. way shit for sure so, I, but, you know, and I just would be fighting over baby yoda's right I, I would Sinbad just had a stroke. Would, Sorry. Go ahead. Who did? Sinbad. Oh, no, the comedian Sinbad. Sinbad, he had a stroke. 
But for Mandalorian, I would have liked to see something grittier and more because it's supposed it's kind of inspired by spaghetti westerns and shit like that. Like uh, it's got this kind of like outlaw vibe to it. Yet it's so totally it's kinda... pre Finn. It's before Finn and, and all the, yes. and all that. Game? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's okay. between it's between the first you know the the original trilogy and the, the the sequels. It's in that gap. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, you know I. I, I feel too much fan service. Go ahead. I did get the uh, I, I did get the prequels and I bought them all and I have them all. But I um, but I just always kind of considered them fluff, you know. Um, yeah. This is the uh, this is the original box set here of the the important ones. But nice. I was going to show you this. Um, here's some more memorabilia. Yes. Here's the original oh, album. Damn. With the actual um, picture book. With Dude. all the, with all you better the stuff put on some it. gloves if you're touching that shit. You know what I mean? Like this is this is all stuff that I have had for forty years um, that I, I had it, as man. a child, um, and and I also have the John Williams uh, two album uh, collection as well. Nice. So I would love to get blazed and sit in the dark and listen to that shit. Hey, I can send you. Um, I actually just burned bo all of these albums before I hooked up with you guys today. Oh, so I've got them all as MP3 files, so I can shoot them to that's you. That's like with the vinyl noise and shit in it? Yeah, it's got some crackle and pop. Oh, that's it's, good. It's yes, authentic. That's what you want. Yes. But I'll, um, I'll, I'll put them on the Google Drive sure. for you or something. Sweet. I'm sure being digitized, of course, it loses some of that analog. Still is. It's just cool to still hear. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Right. These I was all like Greg Zart's records. These are his yeah. crackles, well, man. You guys got me all thinking and percolating about it. I'm like, you know what? I'm, and I started looking through my old card collection. I'm like, yeah, I got a good collection. Dude, how good did that right feel, here. though? The nostalgia doesn't just take you back to being a kid looking at those cards. It's fucking it does. amazing. I nice. mean, and like how proud I was to like get the really hard cards that were yes. hard to get. And then yeah. like uh, they color coded the, the original trading cards. The, it, uh, it's blue, red, um, yellow green and orange and in order of release so the blue cards were the first release then the blah 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 and so like to get in you know numerical order every single one of them and Man, i have I thought i was nice protectors now yeah. and they're all but we i were literally comic collectors but i was a baseball card collector Huge. oh i got a ton of baseball cards that's I mean, all i, I was into is football baseball I, cards etc as a kid I, but uh i know how hard it is to and that was my thing was completing a set from buying packs Right. And um, so that's well with the same card and shit. I want to tell any any uh, Star Wars buffs out there that also have trading cards, and maybe you got some doubles, maybe you got some extras. Well, I got a ton of doubles and extras. Maybe you've got some gaps that you need to fill yes. in your collection from my collection. Maybe we can work out a little something we'll because the, the only <laughs> the only you card sure I'm missing in the blue series is is number sixty three, and it pains me to who is sixty three people sixty three. It's well, let's see if there's a. Is there a it's, checklist? Because they used to come with checklist cards, which were awesome. And it's it, ironically, it's the very last card in the set. It's number sixty-three. Oh, and notice that's got to be painful. It's empty. Is it's it the empty. checklist? Oh, that hurts. A lot of times, the checklist would be the last card. Oh yeah. Um, right. No. Well, let's see. I wonder if the checklist is the last card. And because I do have complete sets of red, yellow, and green. So um, nope, the last card was not a checklist in the red. It's it's this man right here. Is it? Oh, oh nice. shit! Your namesake, man. Oh, that'll complete right? the circle. Yeah. Crazy. Damn, so someone's um, got to come through on that. 
So anyways, I, I love Romeo and Dio because I have a collection of doubles that's bigger than my collection of originals of everything. I wish we, I wish we had an actual audience to help you uh, get your card. But, here, check this. You know? Yeah, I've, see, I've got, I, I had made checklists here of what Ooh, cards I was missing, of, of which ones, you know? Yeah, very cool. Can you see this uh, right here? Look. No, I can't really make it up. Kind of. Yeah. Luke tell what it is. Yeah, yeah, I see. It's a blue card. Is it number 63? Uh, it's number 63. It's uh, Luke. And it that's the one right, I need. Oh, 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 okay. Sells for like 200 bucks. Are you fucking kidding me? And that's like ungraded, bro. Let's start um, a GoFundMe. Oh, there's one on one for $100. I don't know if you care about condition or whatever. But, uh, I have. I wonder what the other card is. That's what I'm saying. That Spiner might be worth like two grand because, or some shit. Because I have, I, in the blue set, I have one through 62. The red set, 67 through 132. Yellow, 133 through 198. And green, 199 through 264. Complete sets. Crazy. Now, I will say, yeah. as a baseball card nerd growing up, I know with vintage cards, the first and the last were often harder to find in better condition because kids would wrap rubber bands uh, around the stack of cards uh, or whatever. The first yeah. and third or last would get fucked up. <laughs> so that might make it worth a little more. So maybe that $100 yeah. or $200 it's worth, the others might be 50 who knows. Yeah, but, right. dude. And it's an iconic character. Right. Sorry. But, if you uh, didn't handle them a lot, if you were the kind of kid who wouldn't even oh, open the fucking toys. Oh, no, they went still, into sleeves when I was a kid. Yes. Your shit's probably pristine and worth bank. Because yeah. that was ungraded. Those PSA graded cards, if you get a 10 mint, it's usually worth like five times whatever the book price is. Yeah, I. That shit uh, could be a gold mine, dude. I, you know. Go get a, sell some of them bitches and get an Ethernet connection so we can podcast. Now I want to look up the value of the other cards yes. in the set. You know what I mean? You should uh, start like a Google Drive doc or something where you can just link it to, P to just whoever else that might want to swap because you can just have every one that you're missing on there and. Man, where's Tradio when you need it? Swap yeah, shop, right. Tradio. I've got a <laughs> seven Lando Calrissians. I'll trade for a... <laughs> Sorry, I had to look for... Luke and his X-Wing fighter. I almost said X-Ray. X-Wing, right? Uh, we were talking about the merchandising earlier. There's that show on Netflix. I think it's called The Toys That Made Us. Yes. And uh, a couple episodes are really good. The, the fucking Masters of the Universe is great. G.I. Joe and He-Man. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. And um, the Star Wars one, they, they get into the, the like genius, you know, marketing they did behind it there. when uh, they, they weren't ready for a character to come out by Christmas. Instead, they would be like, you can mail in, you know, to, you know, you, you send in uh, like so many proofs of purchase for. Oh, it yeah, we did some of those. And then, yes. And then and because they didn't have the toy ready. So this was their solution mm, was the to, Kickstarter to that shit, this basically. marketing gimmick. Yeah, that actually mm -hmm. maybe sold more in the end because of it. Well, like remember the fridge yeah. in G.I. Joe, we had Sergeant Slaughter and William Refrigerator Perry. There was a fucking yes. G.I. Joe figure of which was stupid. Yes. It wasn't even fat. I, ah, <laughs> it was right. so weird. Like I was hoping we'd get this fat ass uh -huh. G.I. Joe, but he just looked like Roadblock and shit. Yeah. Um, uh, did you say you're a comic book collector? Oh, I got yeah. comics anymore, but we were. Yeah. Oh my God, I do I have fucking comics? I mean, <laughs> we're talking. Holy shit, we're talking, Casper and shit. We're talking Take super. A back. lot of Superman. A lot of old Superman. Early X Men, early X Men. All right, that's that's money. Nice. We're, yes. First off, we were Marvel nerds and fuck Superman. Yes. Right. We were Star Wars over Star Trek and uh, Marvel over DC all day. Yep. Twice on Sunday. Did you did you love it when Not Batman was just kicking the shit out of Superman in Batman? Dude, I haven't even seen that shit. Yeah, it was a, 
Uh, I didn't see the movie, but I read the comic back what? in the day. Yeah, you haven't seen the movie? I know, dude. I got a kid. All I watched, like last night, we watched The Adventures of Tintin, which, by the way, is fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it, Spielberg. Is that the, the dog? Yeah, well, I always thought it was the dog, but my wife corrected me because she actually had a childhood. I was watching, like, <laughs> The Killing Fields and Witness and Exorcist and shit when I was, like, six. But. I remember, I remembered it as the dog, but that's Rin Tin Tin is a fucking dog. Remember, uh, like a German just, Shepherd Rin Tin Tin. Ah, uh, yes. yes. So that's what I thought this shit was. So I never even looked at it. Like, thought it was kid stuff. But Tin Tin is some French reporter, like a young reporter guy who basically does Indiana Jones type shit. Huh, okay. So he's like okay. finding artifacts and solving. It's more like a mystery, you know. Brown. It's like Indiana Jones meets Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Spielberg made a CGI movie of it. And it's Spielberg as fuck. It's awesome, dude. Like, the directing, the set pieces, everything. It's fucking good, dude. Watch it. Like, grown-ups watch it. All right. It's fucking fun. Fucking way too long. And the kid loved it. He was like, what? Because most of these kids, you know, all these Wonder Park and whatever these shit CGI movies are that come out, Spielberg ain't fucking making them. Right, like where they're Brad like birds, badass with Pixar, but Spielberg level Pixar movies. You know, I'm uh, one of the reasons why I like to buy the movies and have them is because I'll rewatch a movie a bunch of times, right. and I really and I watch all of the extras and the and the things on the you know yeah, we love at the end because I love to see the process and how people mm-hmm. how they were thinking and how they put it together and it gives me ideas. Um, I just watched one on the Exorcist. Speaking of the Exorcist, on the Exorcist, yeah, that's legendary as far as the the actual filmmaking the process, of, yes. you know, the making but, of. But yeah. but some of these CGI movies where they're on sets that are just draped in green, yes. green everywhere, yes. green, 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 and mm-hmm. they're completely, you know, acting like things are happening around them because the director's yeah. saying, "Okay, uh, there, there, there's someone snapping at your yeah. face right now," well, but it's just all CGI green screen crap yes this show the mandalorian i mentioned the new star wars show it's shot in a pretty new you know novel way which actually it's green screen but instead of green they actually project what will be the imagery it's like massive 200 foot or whatever fucking led screen hollow deck almost sort of thing right and so the characters actually do see tatooine or whatever you know 2d versions of it they're acting so it's less distract yeah um I want to say something real quick, though. I've been thinking about this, watching my kid and playing with my kid. The green screen thing is almost the, you can make an argument at least, the purest form of acting. Yes. It's like when you're a kid, it's pure imagination. Imagine there's a dragon. Imagine this. Right. It's It's pretty interesting if you frame it that way. But you're like, wow, to be like for Hugh Jackman to do some of the shit he did with Wolverine. Right. You got to be a better actor. Right. Well, because you often hear them say uh, the actors when they're uh, talking about, you know, how how the movie was made and the production design, they'll say something about, uh, you know, a physical set that was built and be like, you know, I really appreciated that because it really gets you into the mood and gets you into the scene. I can see that for sure. We have something to play off of when it's just green everywhere. Um, You know, what do you do? But it's it, it, it. blows my mind that they can actually pull that stuff off. that's what i'm saying it's yeah, almost it's a unique yeah. skill set but it's almost the purest form of acting it's like Ooh. imagine we're just in a field but no we're on a battlefield or we're in space I, or whatever i have motion tracking on my new video editing software by the way oh, nice. I'm, gonna some some, I'm gonna be doing some lo-fi effects um 
motion <laughs> tracking and things. I'm nice, pretty excited. Cool. I'm also making a music video, but that's that's for another day. Um, <laughs> for a song you next... made or a music video for another uh, no, artist? No, no, a uh, friend of mine who, you know, um, makes some really uh, angry kind of, you know, insane clown posse kind of music or something but um (laughs) he wanted me to do a music video and so we've been shooting it for like we started in the summer it's been the coronavirus video on and off but we finally just wrapped on shooting so now i actually have to put it all together and it should be fun cool it's um but let's uh what do you have any questions for the the star wars um enthusiasts out there or me Anything else you can think of? I was curious what you think of the sequel series in general. Did you actually like them or no? Did Seems you- like he just doesn't give a shit though. He's like, um, the originals okay. are die basically. Let's just uh, so first off, I'm a stoner. You know, I like to smoke yeah. weed, and so I love to just kind of veg out and watch something that takes me off into like science fiction mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. And so in that respect, they were really good. Um, and, you, you know, and being I moved by Harrison Ford or, you know, yeah, death and shit. So, right. And I, and there, you know, and I like how they were trying to create like a, a total tapestry to weave the whole story together. Um, and by bringing the, the characters through, but it's just, it doesn't seem like Star Wars to me. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it feels like um, Star Trek, you know, next generation kind of stuff. To me, what it is, honestly, though, it's an energy problem. First off, all the way down to like Harrison Ford, who's like, all right, this is fine yes. in my last one. I can get the fuck out Magnetic. of this. Like, be done oh, yeah, with right. Two, the, like Chris said, the fan fiction energy versus think about the original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Think about when they went to make that shit and no one fucking believed in it. And it was a bunch of yes. fucking nobodies making yes. this fucking crazy movie they all a thought was probably going to fucking bomb and shit and became the biggest thing fucking ever, which is mythic in its own right. Yeah. And. Like Nirvana. To, to the making the new ones where it's just a bunch of people who are like, we fucking love the old ones and now we get to make our own and shit. But there's none of that mm-hmm. fucking pioneering and trailblazing and right. daring do or fucking out on a limb shit. That the, I mean, mm-hmm. Lucas right. got so rich because the fucking studios gave him merchandising to not pay him real money because they thought it was all right. going to be a flop and shit. <laughs> oh. like, that's the irony of it all. Like He oh, became shit. a billionaire because... He Hilarious. said, all right, I'll take less money it for the is. merchandising. That's the greatest gamble, or mm-hmm. at least just you're already fucked in a negotiation. Take something from it that you can, and it later pays it off. Turns the out to be the, yeah. the yeah. Pay, yeah, oh, yes. And guarantee the merchandise made tons more than the box office, you know? Yeah. So all of it, though, the new ones is what I'm getting at. It all feels like everyone's like, I'm honored to be in this. And there's yes. this whole air of just bullshit about it. Well, First, just give me a bunch of give me Tommy Wiseau and his motherfuckers and the disaster artist, a bunch of fucking losers coming together to make a movie. Well, basically, no one cares about that energy to me is so much. If you get asked to be in a Star Wars movie, you know you're going to get in on some of that back end. And so you basically just won the lottery. Like, I'm honored to be in this movie, too, because I just won the damn lottery. You just gave me like, you know, the, the platinum black plus extra credit card because um you know you're gonna get rich so of course they're all like <laughs> right and i'm not trying to shit on anybody like daisy ridley fucking no, homeboy that played no. finn i always forget yeah. his name um and 
And honestly, yeah, they, they did. They did uh, a good job when and, I watched and, it. And Adam I like Driver. John Boyega. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and um, he's awesome. And by the way. Chris, you were asking about you know how I felt about the 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 other movies. I really liked the Finn story and the, that backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I that was that concept too. I thought I love that concept. trooper who turns and becomes who, who yeah, breaks that's a out of his show. Idea. Yeah, I, feel like I really they exploited loved it, it they the way they could have, but. It was cool. Yeah, yeah as I feel a like they could have done more with and, it. Actually, the, supposedly the third story originally was going to give him a bigger role of like turning stormtrooper. Honestly, I think the whole trilogy. Let me say, here's the thing I came up with the other day after watching it with the kid. First off, fuck Ray. No offense, but that's like right. it felt like a female empowerment play. All this shit, like yeah, the Mary I mean, Sue, they call it. Yeah, Mary Sue type shit. Yeah. To me. The most compelling story in all of it was Finn, by yeah. far. Yes, this guy who was built and Agreed. made and groomed to be this thing, and he rejection. Mm-hmm. I mean, who better as a uh, uh, actor in the rebellion than a fucking turncoat yeah. from the Empire? That would have been, you know, way right. more amazing. It should have been but, his trilogy. Fuck Ray. Who cared? This yes. the one shit. They just your family. No one knows. No one cared who her family was. The family shit. No one cared in the original until he said, I'm your father. No one's into families and caring who your grandparents are and shit. No one just gives a shit until you load it by saying, I'm your father with fucking Darth Vader. So they just, I thought they took a wrong angle into the whole fucking thing. Wait, before you go, let me say this real quick. My other thing, Chewbacca. Yeah. Think how the first movie in this trilogy ends. Han Solo getting murdered by his piece of shit son. Chewbacca. Chewbacca, put yourself in Chewbacca shoes. Your mm-hmm. motherfucker, ride or die, homeboy. Mm-hmm. Han Solo just got murdered by this piece of shit. The yeah. rest of Star Wars should have been Chewbacca on a fucking war path yes. to get Kylo Ren, dude. War How paint, sick would that have been? Chewbacca, right? it's all Rambo Chewbacca on the ship. picking them up, hunting right? Kylo Ren through Wait, the fucking. Yes. With his own little troop of like Wookies under his yes. charge, but you yeah, know, even people that like people who would follow man, like the rebels, yeah, right. exactly, be right. fucking awesome. Droids, right. just fucking what Something if Chewbacca just, just fucking field. took that shit and ran with it? Yeah, it would have been mm-hmm. sick, and that would have been way more character driven. Character driven, exactly, yes. exactly. And the Finn thing, character driven, so yes, much to do exactly. with this character. Turn storm they didn't do shit crazy. with it, really. And, and they gave it all to a hollow character. That, and Ray, it's running and jumping. That's what they become running yes. and jumping movies, just right. like J.J. Abrams, which we could talk about. He took Star Trek of all things, turned into a turn running, into running, running and jumping movies. Yes. Like fuck that shit. It's boring. Well, the Last Jedi got a lot of hate, you know, because they made Luke all bitter and like, you know, done with the force. And shit. But I actually loved that. Yeah, a lot of people hated it, even Hamill himself supposedly. But I, I'm like, what? The actor not liking it isn't a reason to think it's bad because you know sometimes bad things happen to the characters that right. that actually that, that pathos makes it good, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. there were some other decisions he had made. I wanted to bring up in that that people were. Uh, criticizing but I, I just felt like the actress never really filled those shoes um never oh, really she never really um embodied that strength of that character and it always felt like she was mm-hmm. kind of lost and kind of yeah, timid and sort of like looking around oh. for other people to kind of show her what to do and i just never yeah. felt like she was a fucking badass jedi yeah it's true that's ironic 
Um, but real quick, I just remembered the other thing that uh, Ryan Johnson um, had done in Last Jedi that people criticized, and that was make Ray not have meaningful parents. Her, your parents were nobodies; they were just fucking. Scabbers. That's beautiful. That's what I, I loved that too. And again, yeah. everybody bitched about it. It's subverted the whole "you're the one" shit. Alert, you know, the mm -hmm. Emperor's granddaughter and shit. And again, oh, it's all about whose genes you have, what family line you are, what dynasty. Fuck that royalty are. shit. Yeah, I, I loved that. That it rejected that. Luke's a bitter. You know, he's like, yeah, I've seen enough. We're just just nothing matters and shit and she's you know got her parents don't mean shit she's just a nobody who rises to the occasion isn't that so much better than this and dude, the, the running and jumping yeah. Yeah. is such a fucking hacky thing because it takes yes. away so much time I on during those scenes. and potential think about the dialectic you could have between han solo and leia where she feels guilty that kylo ren's the way he is because the force comes from her side and han solo who made a That's baby with this chick who has yes. this vampiric thing in her family and it affected his kid but he doesn't have it and shit there's so much rich complex yes. character mm -hmm. shit they just don't even fuck with because they got a running jump it's mm -hmm. fucking lame now not that the original star wars problem. got into all that either That's true. But what I mean, it did was planted the seeds for it yeah. to not water that shit and cultivate it to me it's just fucking lame dude no offense to jj abrams and everyone involved it's all fan fiction, but I'm just yeah, saying understand the why best fan fiction like this, but. evolves and elevates and revolutionizes the shit yes. that you're a fan of. It doesn't just replicate it. And when you replicate something, it's never as good. It's a Xerox. Right. It's a copy yeah. of a copy, and eventually it just gets shittier and shittier, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Word. 100% agreed. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much time we have left. I don't Probably know. Like, I was just wondering. <laughs> Hopefully, like, like a 40 man. minutes. <laughs> I don't know what I've left. Uh, well, Star Wars is a hard one to talk about because it's not like you, man, I love that scene where this and that because we've all seen it fucking 10 hundred times. You know? But uh, have you guys heard the theory? This is, I, I don't think there's any merit to it, but there are a few things that people point at that makes it kind of fun that Jar Jar Binks was really like a. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Got carried uh, away there. What was well, sorry? I, I, I hit the wrong button. Oh, oh okay. Sorry. Um, uh, that Jar Jar Binks was like this, you know, the drunken master kung fu yeah. type, you know, yeah. that like he's a bumbling idiot, but he's really a masterful and shit. Because if you look at certain this, scenes, yes, this is great. If you look at certain scenes throughout, um, you know, the movies he was in, he would like accidentally do backflips and dodge lasers and things. But oops, you know, he's a Jedi, right, then, right. but he's really a Jedi him. drunken master. And uh, and there was one point where. Lucas in the behind the scenes says, yeah, you got to get Jar Jar Binks right. He's key to everything. He's key to all this. Interesting. And the theory is that he was a Sith Lord and he would be the final villain of the last movie. Jar Jar Binks would come back and and you know robot chicken the adult swim show where they uh -huh. take toys and they did a whole thing on this where jar jar yes. was this evil Sorry. emperor and shit and it's scary he's just like ah, you know with his eyes wow. and shit in the hood and yeah i could see it being hard to pull off and i could see an audience if you're sitting in the back of the theater and you're lucas and you're like oh my god how the fuck uh, right. is this gonna go when jar jar turns bad it, can, will people take it seriously that's but the it's bold yeah Could I you love pull it off it but like be, what though. if what if like He's in a lightsaber fight, and whoever he's fighting cuts off those fucking floppy ears or some shit. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? You could do yes. something to make it. Like, I'm going to literally tortured. cut away the corn yes. and get down well, the Well, they were under the hood. And the, they even could be kind of... That's true, in a hood. Yeah, yeah, in a hood. Yeah. Well, and you know Lucas was sensitive to the criticism yes. of Jar Jar Binks, and so yes, that's perhaps exactly it was it. a that's the theory shrewd is that kind of like... It 
Right. You know why he said it's critical? Because he's the king of sellouts. He's like, this is the toy that needs to sell. Yes. I think that's what I I think the truth is. I think really he said he's key because he's like what's going to make everyone like have fun or whatever and want to buy toys and shit. What if though, man, I want to go in and pitch Disney and like, let's just for Disney Plus make an alternate ending now that you own this shit. Let's just Jar Jar, who's all CGI anyway. And here's what you do though. Yes. You make him revealed that that voice was a ruse the drunken master shit and he's now like, um, i'm fucking jar jar shit you know what i mean you're like get rid of the he means to fuck the community shit unfortunately neither neither one of the thornton brothers could actually get an interview with any disney executives no it's facial hair you got way too much facial hair you got mustaches <laughs> you got beard hey listen i'll sell out and shave yeah. listen to me listen to me for a second <laughs> Right. For a million. We are nobodies, but we had a meeting at Bad Robot where we pitched them a Cloud City TV show before they yes. even what? bought uh, we wanted before to they do started Disney Plus and started doing fuck? their own show. Lando like, Calrissian as Tony like the Soprano. Tony Soprano. Yeah. He's like casino because this Cloud City was this like, you know, yeah. contained like environment but it had like casinos and all this vice and it was like vegas it, uh, yes. Yes. unions yes Future so imagine vegas. a young lando calrissian michael b jordan or whoever playing it's the him. godfather type shit um yeah and and he's got to deal with all these fucking problems in the city and shit yeah it would be amazing wouldn't it and then you right? got like visiting empire people because it could happen the rebellion shit Empire he's got a balance thing you know it's like his rise or whatever yeah did you do a treatment or did you write anything we, did a we just pitched them verbally a and they said we had a lookbook too, oh we did i don't know if they saw right. it yeah i don't think we ever showed them but we just pitched the, so. them verbally and they were like and eh, they have so many plans already they're not even taking original ideas it's like it's going to be basically whatever jj abrams and his friends and shit Favreau. think of at the time you know what i mean that i'm just I'm saying you what happened was you walked in that office you were all prepped you probably had a great speech this ready was, and as soon as they saw no, no, no. they saw that facial hair they just clicked off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right now our, our, agent, our agents dude. told us our agents told us never to change it because uh but that was when we were pitching the revenger which is this is gritty like dude uh, honestly like 90 percent of the male writers are beards thing. they're all hipsters and shit and like i just remember mustaches and shit at disney sending when i worked for a bakery and i was uh, i worked in the cake decorating i would like airbrush cakes and make wait, 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 what? yeah i was like a cake decorator for at a while disney okay? No, at a, oh, at, a, at a Top Foods. And so, but Disney would send us threatening letters from their legal department oh talking God. about- Yeah, they sued a daycare. How we were like violating, because, you know, because I put like Goofy oh, on that a was, cake yeah, or was something, Disney. you know? And, yes. they, and they would take that stuff so serious. Fuck like, just consider it a cost of doing business for being the most popular thing on earth. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? I, you're still I mean, making billions. Like if you're fucking suffering, it's one thing. That's free advertising. Just call it free advertising. All these kids are going to have a Disney cake and they're going to want Disney shit. I, I wonder if Walt Disney was that kind of piece of shit. That, what would Walt no, Disney think? You know, if he, he saw what all these uh, losers yeah, into imagination who came and, after uh, him trying like, to squeeze every drop children. of blood from That's the stones he Exactly it. Yeah. It's oh, sort of yeah. like, you know, Hefner's children taking over Playboy. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, it's just not the same. You know, the same with Walmart, you know, uh, the original Sam Walton. Sam Walton was a pretty cool guy. His kids are slimy. You know, I met I've met a couple of them. Really? Um, Yeah. Greg's arts production video on the Walmart kids. 
Well, you know, I worked at, at one of the top 10 Walmart, grossing Walmarts in the world. We used to get like VIP visits from Rob Walton all the time. He'd fly in in his little jet and do it. Dude, tour make a fucking Walmart. Walmart video. Greg's art yes. style. Sort of like Roger, um, Roger and you, me. You know, wait a minute. You obviously haven't seen my Walmart video. It has almost 900,000 views. Oh, oh, wait. Is it the one about people living in campers and shit? No, no, no. It's called uh, Walmart behind the scenes from an ex-manager. Oh, my God. All right. I love you. You already did what I said you should do. Yep. And, it, and it literally has almost a million views. <laughs> Give us a link. We'll, we'll link to it. Yeah. So yeah, okay. it'll have a million and seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty epic. I mean, I uh, because I was the assistant manager, I like had access to the safe. So I even shot video of me like opening up the safe and like Shut look up. at all this money and just this doing crazy. This sounds amazing. Doing sounds crazy like a documentary. Yeah, yeah. I Expose knew that I, uh, I that I would get fired if I ever did it before I left the company. So I was just putting it in the bank, you know. How did you feel uh, as a Walmart manager about all the Star Wars shit that would come in and the displays? Did you ever like steal like a? Darth Maul display and shit. No, and no, put it in your little no, but uh, because everything at Walmart comes from China, you know. So it was basically all made in China, and so very little of it, um, you know, really the Star Wars stuff really never made it to our shelves because it got lost somewhere between China and North Dakota. Interesting. I hear North. Oh, well, that's a whole other story. Um, what we must be. How do we know when it goes? Ah! I don't know, but the best thing is if we're not talking about it when it happens. So. <laughs> that's probably true. That, how many times kind of, did you jerk kind of off to Princess too, Leia in the bikini? No, how I many mean, times? Leia in that bikini with with. <laughs>